Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Andrea Bartosik about her escape wedding at Walt Disney World. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she decided on the escape collection and how she planned her wedding and, of course, how everything turned out. Welcome, Andrea. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, sure. Thank you so much. I'd love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided that you wanted to get married at Walt Disney World and have an escape event. So it actually starts off kind of funny. The day Brian proposed, he immediately kind of said, oh, now you can start planning your Disney wedding. And <laughs> I got really excited. And I said, really? And that same night, as soon as we got home after everything, we started looking on Disney's wedding website. And even before we could even think about if we could afford it or do it, we were just like already there. Hmm. So it was sort of like Disney chose us as opposed to we chose Disney. You know, Brian and I love Disney World and we love going there and we try to go every year. So it just sort of ultimately made sense to have our wedding there. And when we were looking at the packages, we were kind of immediately drawn to the wishes and the escape packages right away. And it actually took us quite some time for us to figure out which one would fit us better. We really liked the Wishes collection because, you know, we got to have a larger guest count. We got to kind of customize everything. It just sort of ultimately didn't work out for us just because of we weren't sure how much it would cost at the end of the day. So we took a step back and looked at the Escape collection again and we were really drawn to the non-stress aspect of the whole thing since they give you a cake and the bouquet and transportation lots of things that I would be stressing about normally was kind of already taken care of for you we decided that the smaller guest count would work out better just in terms of keeping track of everyone and organizing things so that's what we settled on that's really interesting, and I'm glad you talked about that because I know for some couples, especially when you have a lower guest count or you're okay with going with a lower guest count, it can be tough to decide between escape and wishes. And now that they don't offer the wishes catered event experience, which was sort of a bridge between the two packages, it's even harder to decide, you know, which way you're going to go. So that's really helpful. Yeah, and honestly, what it came down to between wishes and I mean for the guests it would just be like three more guests would be coming and we just were like you know what just for three people there's no point in stepping up a little bit so let's just you know scale back and and it worked out great that's wonderful so then how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be <laughs> actually I didn't hear any negative feedback from anyone and if anyone had an issue they didn't relay it to me so it 
it was actually great. A lot of our friends and family were like, of course you would be having it at Disney World. And they got really excited. <laughs> a lot of our family just said, you know, this is your day. This is your your experience. You just do whatever you want and we support you. And Brian and I decided to also have an like an at-home reception after the wedding for everyone who couldn't come to Florida. So I think a lot of people were actually excited about that as well. So I think overall, people were just real excited and happy. That's great to hear. How many guests did you end up having? We actually pretty much had a full house. We had the full count of 18 people. So we had 17 adults. We had one child who was six years old. And we actually brought our son who is two. So he didn't count as part of like the guest count. Yeah, it was a pretty full, full wedding. (laughs) Now, how did you decide on your ceremony venue? It was actually between, you know, the wedding pavilion and Seabreeze Point and the Canada Pavilion Terrace area. We were immediately drawn to Seabreeze Point right away just because Brian and I love the Boardwalk Resort. We love visiting there every time we go to Disney. We love the whole theming behind it. Seabreeze Point really stood out because we liked it was on the water, right by the water. We liked the view of Epcot kind of close by. And we liked that it was out of doors. I definitely wanted something outside just because Brian and I are from Chicago and you know, having a wedding outside in Chicago is really iffy just because it could rain or snow or be really hot and sometimes all of that in the same day. So we really wanted to take advantage of the nicer weather in Florida. And that immediately kind of knocked out the wedding pavilion just because it was indoors. And also the wedding pavilion seems very large for an escape wedding. (laughs) So we immediately kind of knocked that one out. And while we liked the Canada Terrace, I thought it was really great. And also, you know, to get married in a, in a theme park essentially is really exciting. Not many people can say that. It ultimately didn't fit with, you know, our vision of the whole day. And we finally just agreed that Seabreeze Point was our, our venue. <laughs> okay. Did you add a private event afterward or go out to a meal? We did a few activities before and after the wedding, but the only thing that we did that was through Disney was our reception, which was immediately following the ceremony. And we chose to do a brunch reception meal at the attic, which is also at the boardwalk. So we didn't want our guests to have to travel far away or get lost or whatever. So it actually worked out really nicely. And We also did a few smaller activities prior to the wedding. We did a welcome party at the River Roost, which is the bar lounge area at Port Orleans Riverside. And it was just a very casual, unhosted thing where people could just kind of come and go and have a drink, say hi to everyone. And the day after the wedding, we did a breakfast at Chef Mickey's. And I all I did for that was make ADRs online for about 24 people. Hmm. <laughs> and it worked out great. So yeah, everything just kind of worked out. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Do you have any tips from your reception, like things that you had on your menu or what you did for music? I know sometimes escape brides who add a catered event, you know, have these kinds of questions. 
Sure. It was actually kind of funny. We we had a whole wedding playlist of songs to play at our reception. And because they don't really allow like live music there, we were all set up to bring a speaker and an iPod and, and everything. But with the whole chaos going on, Brian forgot the speakers. <laughs> and we ultimately didn't play any of our wedding music. They were actually playing music at the reception, like through their own speaker system, which worked out great anyway. So we didn't even have to worry about it. And the meal selection we picked, Disney sent along a few options of, of brunch menus that they usually do. And we picked the Briar Rose brunch buffet, I think it was called. And we didn't change anything on it. We we kept everything as is, and we really liked what was on it. There was a made-to-order omelet station, which we thought was going to go over really well with everyone. There was, you know, the regular, like, bacon and scrambled eggs, French toast. There was pasta, salmon, all sorts of things that could cater to everyone that was coming. So we weren't worried about having to change anything out. We did actually add on a special dessert that we didn't tell anyone about. We asked our planner if it was possible to order the gray stuff from the Be Our Guest restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they said, yes, we can do that. So we added that on as a special dessert after everyone ate. And that was a huge hit. Uh-huh. So then does that mean you did your cake cutting at Seabreeze Point or did you have the cake set up at the attic? They actually cut our cake at Seabreeze Point and it and we were able to bring the top tier back with us to our hotel. So they actually cut up the cake for the guests at Seabreeze Point and we all did our champagne and ate our cake there. Okay, got it. And did you do your first dances at Seabreeze Point? Yes, we did. I see. Oh, that's good because then you had the violinist still and you didn't have to worry about the music and everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually worked out really well. Now, which options from the escape package did you choose? Did you upgrade anything? We upgraded a few things. So a lot of the stuff we kind of kept as the standard, you know, escape things. For the My Bouquet, I chose like the Spring Peony Bouquet, I think it's called, which they only offer in March, April, and May. And our wedding was in April. And I love peonies. They're my favorite flower. And I immediately was like, that's my bouquet. I want that one. (laughs) I didn't need to change anything on it. I I thought it was perfect the way it was. And so Brian picked the matching boutonniere for that. The only extra floral we did in terms of boutonnieres and bouquets was we just did boutonnieres for the groomsmen and our dads and a small corsage for Brian's mom. For the cake, we just picked the standard cake design that Disney offers. We picked the Mickey foil stamp cake with the silver colorway. And the only thing that we asked for was if we could have different flavors of cake in each tier. So our top tier was marble cake with caramel milk chocolate filling. And the bottom tier was chocolate cake with strawberry mousse filling. And both were delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And for the photography, we didn't use an outside vendor for anything. We stayed with Disney for all of it. So Disney gives you two hours of photography time. And the only thing that we upgraded on that was we added a second photographer to come and take pictures as well. And we added on a first look. And they tie little floral 
bouquets at the end of each chair row. So we had like four bunches of flowers um, going down the aisle, which was really pretty. And they give you favors for all of your guests. So we picked Rice Krispie Treat favors, which they handed out to everyone at the reception, which was really nice. And then they give you a bubble wand or a rose petal toss for your like stage exit. So we did a bubble wand for everyone. We thought that was perfect and it had a nice touch for everything. Oh, also, I also added on as a surprise for Brian and our guests, I asked our planner if uh, Mickey Mouse could come and hang out with us for a little bit. So that worked out really great. (laughs) (laughs) And so Mickey, did he come to the attic or did he come to Seabreeze Point? He came to Seabreeze Point. So he showed up as soon as we kind of walked down the aisle after our ceremony and he greeted Brian and I and he walked us back through into Seabreeze Point where they did the bubble wand staged entrance, I guess it would be. (laughs) Um, And he helped us take pictures while we were cutting our cake. He took photos with everyone. He did a dance with me. And then after that, he, oh, he signed our guest book, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so he, he just stayed at Seabreeze Point the whole time. And it was, it was wonderful. That's awesome. Now, you had mentioned to me that initially you were quite against the idea of a first look, but then you came around and you absolutely loved it. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about how that happened? Sure. As you said, I was I was really hesitant to do any sort of first look or experience like that. I really wanted everyone to kind of see me come down the aisle and be really surprised and and see me in my dress for the first time. And Brian was actually the one who brought up the first look opportunity. He was doing some reading online and, you know, the whole wedding idea was making him really anxious and you know, he was like I, I think this would work out. I would feel less nervous if we could just kind of see each other and and take some photos together and and do that beforehand. And and since it was kind of his like one main request for the whole wedding, I I said sure, why not? Let's do it. And um, it actually turned out to be one of my most favorite memories of the wedding, just because we were also able to do a first look with my dad as well. So to do both of those and to get those photos and that and those moments was, you know, kind of like a treasure for me ultimately. And I loved it. That's wonderful. And so unusual because it seems like most of the time it's the groom who's against the first look. But that's a really good point that it can help you if you're anxious or nervous to be able to talk to each other and say, hey, you know, you look great and kind of, you know, settle into the day together at the beginning of the day. Yeah, it actually, you know, and I didn't realize how nervous I would be too. And it actually helped calm my nerves also, just kind of relaxing a little and laughing and kind of just going through the that morning, just being together. So it was great. <laughs> Can you give my listeners a basic timeline of how the day ran? We had our ceremony at 10 a.m. And so hair and makeup came to my room at 5 a.m. to do services for me, two bridesmaids, and Brian's uh, groomswoman. So four ladies total. We weren't doing any photography in the room while we were getting ready. So it was mainly just prep time up until the limo picked us up. My dad was nice enough to let Brian stay overnight in his room 
one, because I didn't want Brian to see me until the first look. And two, I didn't think Brian would want to wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> watching watching us get ready. So so he got ready with my dad. And, and around 8, 10 a.m., I think, the limo came to pick up Brian and my dad and groomsmen at the lobby of our hotel. We were staying at Port Orleans Riverside. And took all of them to uh, the boardwalk. Around 8.40 or 8.45, the limo came back around to pick me and my bridesmaids and a few of our other guests up. And he actually said, don't go to the lobby. I will pick you up in the parking lot that's connected to your room. So we didn't have to run to the lobby in our dresses and everything. Um, It actually... Uh, was really convenient for us um, to just hop right out of our room into the limo. As soon as the limo dropped us off, our planner was waiting for us. Our planner was Chrissy, and she gave me my bouquet right away and kind of gave me a basic rundown of what we were going to do. And we were kind of immediately thrown into doing the first look. We had some prep time to get ready, kind of compose ourselves. They got my dad ready first. And I did the first look with my dad. Then we rearranged ourselves. We did the first look with Brian. Then we took some photos with the family and the wedding party. After that, um, I think our planner just escorted everyone to see Bruce Point to kind of prep. And Brian and I just did some solo photography with our photographers and before the ceremony. So I think that was between 9 and 10. At 10 a.m. was the wedding. And immediately following the wedding, Mickey came. We did the cake cutting. We did the first dance. We did the champagne toast. Then we did a few group photos right next to Seabreeze Point, right by the water, which was really lovely. We did some more family photo shots there. And I think around 11 o'clock, an escort came to take our guests to the attic, which was really nice. So our guests didn't have to go by themselves to kind of find their way. Our second photographer actually went before all of the guests left to go take pictures of our reception area. Uh, Since we weren't doing photography there, she kind of left a little bit earlier and took some photos of our venue space and took our invites and saved the dates and did some photo photos there at the attic with them. It turned out really nice. And then between 11 and 11.30, while our guests were at the attic, Brian and I did some more photography with Brittany, who was our photographer for the day. And then we were waiting in the lobby. Our es- The escort came back and picked me and Brian up. And we went to the attic. We did our reception And the reception time was um, 11.30 to 1.30. So it was two hours, which gave us plenty of time to eat, relax a little bit. Then our limo picked us back up. We extended our limo time a little bit so that he could take us back to our hotel. And I think once all of our guests were back to the hotel and said and done, we were done by 2.30 or so in the afternoon. And then we rested. I immediately took a nap right away. <laughs> I, was, I was exhausted. And, um, you know, when I woke up, Brian was like, oh, we're going to do dinner at Disney Springs. So we all had like a very impromptu dinner at Disney Springs with everyone, which was really nice. So 
a pretty long day. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about adding floral and decor to your event. Were there any other aspects of your wedding that you considered more important where you focused your attention or your budget? Sure, yeah. Like you said, the decor was definitely one of them. I did, definitely wanted floral there. Um, I love the idea of having the flower petals down the aisle. That was like my one main thing. <laughs> um, and the second thing was the photography. Um, even though we weren't using an outside vendor and we were only using the two-hour time limit that the escape package gives you, you know, I definitely wanted to make sure that you know we had a nice photo experience. So adding on the second photographer was you know, a really great way to kind of use our budget because she was able to um, take photos of things that our first photographer wasn't able to have time to do or while she was doing something else, you know, our second photographer was taking candid shots of everyone. So we have a lot of nice candid shots of our friends and family and um, Brian and I just kind of hanging out. And adding on the first look gives you an extra half hour as well. So just adding on that little bit of extra time, you know, really made a difference, I think, in terms of what kind of photos we got. So that was really important. Brian and I also added on a photo shoot at the Magic Kingdom. So, um, you know, doing that as well gave us more photos and another hour of photo time together. Um, so all of that, you know, was definitely my number one priority. Another thing that we did in terms of photography, but not really kind of wedding related, but more of like the, an experience for us and our guests was Brian um, bought the upgrade for the photo pass at the Disney parks. So he got the memory maker option and he was able to link all most of our guests accounts to our account. So any photos that we did using the photo pass were linked to our account. And we were able to upload all of those after our trip and send them out to everyone as a nice way to kind of, you know, get some nicer photos of all of us at the parks with the characters or, you know, in front of the castle. So that was actually really fun. And I think our guests really enjoyed it because they were able to just kind of go to town and <laughs> get a ton of photos at the at Disney World. We had a lot of fun looking through all of those as well. That's a really great tip. Yeah, it worked out really well. And, and it was sort of like a nice thank you and a gift for, um, you know, our guests. And since some of our guests were staying for an extended period of time, some of one of our guests was staying like two weeks almost and seeing family and kind of having like a family reunion there. Um, it actually worked out really well for them to get some nicer photos um, overall. And another important part was having Mickey come for me. <laughs> um <laughs> I just really, I, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, I think it'd be a really great surprise for everyone. And I can't not have a Disney wedding and not have Mickey Mouse come and say hi. Mm. So that was also really important for, for me to, to do that. So it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> now, were there any aspects that were less important to you where you saved your effort or you saved your money? Yeah, definitely the bouquets for the bridesmaids. Um, at the end of the day, I couldn't justify the cost for a few bouquets that just would kind of get tossed aside or die within a couple days. So I actually um, made my own out of silk flowers. Um, 
I think overall with costs and materials, it cost me $20 uh, each. <laughs> so like, so $60 overall, but yeah, you know, not a lot of money. Um, and then they could keep it if they wanted or throw it away and it wouldn't mean anything to me. <laughs> um, we also didn't do a videographer. Um, we decided, we weighed the pros and cons of, of having one. And at the end of the day, um, Brian and I just decided that we would probably never watch the video. Um, and so we kind of saved some money there um, just by not having one. And um, we actually took a tip from from you and and your book. And we actually did a bill on consumption bar for our reception. Okay. Um, yeah. We, I definitely wanted, you know, more uh, drink options for our guests um, as opposed to just the regular juice and tea and pop kind of thing. And um, I definitely knew that some of my guests would want some wine or beer with their meal. And um, looking at the bar packages, I just was like, no one's going to drink this much in two hours to justify this cost. Um so to do a, a BOC bar really worked out um, in our favor. Um, and we saved a ton of money. <laughs> oh, great. That's great. Yeah. Um, and they even went above and beyond. They brought sangria to the bar and, um, you know, all sorts of extra uh, things that I didn't know that would be included. And, I, and it was great. Our guests loved it, too. So, um, so that was definitely our number one way to save money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great tip. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I actually have a couple and I know that's probably not. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's... <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, because you're supposed to first and foremost say, of course, getting married. So then what else was your favorite? <laughs> yes. Um, like I said before, the first look was definitely one of our, one of my top memories and uh, definitely one for Brian as well. Um, just being able to have that private moment with my dad and then to do that with Brian as well. It was really sweet and um, really emotional also. And um, But also at the end of it, really fun. And just um, I would do it over and over again if I could um, to do a first look. It was fantastic. Um, the second was obviously Mickey Mouse coming. He just was a huge hit with everyone. And the kids that were there, um, since we only had two kids, but they um, were ecstatic <laughs> to see mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse. Um, and everyone was just having fun with him. And um, he was just so charming and great to ha have him there. And um, the last memory um, had nothing to do with, like, you know, the wedding in theory, it was while we were doing our photos um, at the boardwalk with our photographer, we, um, um, my dress and veil were very long. I had a very long cathedral veil. And um, walking along the boardwalk <laughs> is kind of tricky when um, everything's held down with nails and my <laughs> veil kept getting stuck. <laughs> in the nails there it was snagging all over the place and during one of our photo opportunities um our photographer was kind of far behind us because she wanted to do like a far away shot of us walking down the boardwalk and 
my veil got stuck <laughs> on the nail and I was, I couldn't move. And, you know, I was like, this is going to turn out horribly. She wants us to keep walking to get this beautiful moment. And I, my head is stuck on this nail. <laughs> and, um, Brian was about to like help me when this, um, when this lady who was just walking by, you know, having coffee, you know, on her walk, um, she was like, don't worry, I got it for you. (laughs) And she, she unsnagged me. Um, and I just thought it was the sweetest thing. This, just the stranger just walking Mm -hmm. by just was willing to help and stop along her, her day and help me out. And it was beautiful. And I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, so, um, that was, (laughs) Just it kind of sticks out in my head as like something that you know I'll probably always remember because it was so funny and so sweet. <laughs> so, other than the snagged veil, was there anything <laughs> that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Uh, yeah, there's actually a couple things. Um, the the day, um, obviously the day of the wedding. Um, we were all getting ready for hair and makeup and it was really early in the morning my maid of honor was running late with uh brian's groomswoman they were coming together and i was like where are they we're gonna run behind time i'm I'm freaking out and they show up and my maid of honor (laughs) she's like oh i have some bad news and um i was like it's 5 a.m what bad news could possibly what could there possibly be wrong this early in the morning? And she takes off her jacket and her, her hands, her, her neck and her upper back were covered in red hives, just huge red hives. And everyone kind of in the room just made this collective like gasp of like, Oh my God, are you okay? You know, what's wrong? What happened? And, um, we still don't know what happened. Um, she was fine the day before we saw her at Universal. We were all hanging out. So sometime between that day and overnight and that morning, she just broke out in these hives. Hmm. And, you know, I I think everyone was kind of waiting for me to freak out and, mm-hmm. like, have this, like, crazy moment. But I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? Hmm. Um, I was more worried about her than I'm like I you know I don't care about this like the wedding like I want you to be okay and she said she was fine Uh, she took some you know allergy medicine and our makeup artist kind of saved the day she was like you know what I I have some extra body makeup I'm gonna Mm -hmm. see if I can cover this up for you and she did and you could barely tell that anything was wrong (laughs) and it just sort of worked out um she just was wearing a lot of makeup but it worked out really great um the other thing that kind of was my fault I think initially was I you know a few of the decor items that I brought with me and things I wanted photos of I brought in a bag and with all of the chaos and things going on for the day I just kind of dumped that bag on the ground other people were holding on to it I kind of forgot everything that was in the bag, really. Hmm. So I kind of missed a few photo opportunities with things I brought with, but it was my fault. I didn't communicate with the photographer about it. I didn't tell my wedding party, like, hey, this is stuff, you know, make sure that if I'm not doing it, you know, it comes out of the bag or, um, so that was kind of like a missed opportunity, but that's my bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
but we still got some wonderful photos and everything was great. So, you know, not even worried about it. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like it was going to be a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Yeah, for me, it was definitely um, the weather. Oh. <laughs> um, just, yeah, just because, you know, we were having an outdoor wedding and Disney does bring everything indoors if they feel that it's going to storm or something crazy is going to happen. And I was like, no, no, no. I My dream is to be outside. I really want to get married at Seabreeze Point. You know, and as soon as I was able to start checking the weather, um, which I think was like two weeks beforehand, I was checking every day, like mm-hmm. frantic. And Brian's like, will you stop freaking out? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And um, the day of the wedding, um, it was pretty cloudy and it was looking pretty iffy. Um, But the rain held off and it was actually just kind of windy and really cloudy. But um, it didn't rain until after the ceremony and it only drizzled for maybe five or ten minutes, if that. So... Yeah, and I freaked out over nothing. And um, the photographers were actually super excited. It was cloudy because they were like, no, no, this is great because clouds are a really great photographic opportunity. Um, it's good lighting. And um, so they were they were all for it. So I was like, okay, this worked out great. <laughs> Why was I worried? <laughs> That's good. Was there anything else that you know now that you wish you'd known then? I think so. Um, I just wish I kind of spent a little bit more time researching our package opportunities. Um, you know, they don't offer it now, but before they were, Disney was offering like a mini wishes collection, which I didn't know existed really. Um, and until I found out a little while afterwards. Um, so I, but I think overall, you know, at the end of the day, we still would have gone with the, our, the escape collection, Uh, I just kind of wish I knew about all of the packages kind of beforehand just to kind of, you know, weigh everything out. But overall, like I said, we would still probably have gone with what we did. And I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Just doing a little bit more time researching, I think. Okay. And do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? I would say, Number one, definitely I recommend getting your book and um, listening to your podcast. They were a great lifesaver and advice opportunity for us. And, um, you know, I kept your book with me. I took it everywhere I went. (laughs) (laughs) I printed pages. I brought them on the plane. I, you know, wrote all over them. It was, you know, definitely a lifesaver for me. And also, I would say definitely take advantage of um, Facebook groups. There's a great Disney bride um, Facebook group that I joined um, a few months after um, we decided on a Disney wedding. And the the ladies in there were just full of advice, full of tips. Um, they were so helpful. They're amazing. Um, so that was a great resource to kind of see you know, everyone's photos to see how their experience went. Um, so I definitely took advantage of that. And like I said, um, communicate with everyone. You know, uh, like I said, I missed a few photo opportunities because I didn't tell anyone that I had things with me 
that I wanted photos of. So, you know, definitely take the time to take the step back and review everything and be like, am I getting photos of that? Did, did someone do that for me? Should I talk to anyone? Like, um, I didn't do that because I was just too busy having fun and everything was going crazy and, you know, um, so definitely kind of keep track of what everything's, <laughs> what everyone's <laughs> happening. Um, so yeah. Okay, great. This is great advice. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for taking the time to share all these great tips and this whole story of your day. I think it's been really helpful to anyone who's interested in an escape event at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, sure. Thank you so much. It was, it was great to be here. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>